WOA FM 99 radio show episode 6 today and we've got a fantastic interview on the show I've got Greg Gunhold from the Gun Blues Band joining me last week he was on the show just for a quick second he and Brox uh, the band members keyboard player and guitar player and uh, it was just kind of like an intro and now they're back today for a for an in-depth interview into their brand new album Hand in the Fire which hit number one on the blues album chart in the UK on iTunes just a few days ago. And their single, Crawling Back to You, which uh, we also kind of featured, the single and the album both hit number one simultaneously on the singles charts and the album charts. Uh, so congratulations to the entire band. So right on. So let me let me introduce to you our certified indie songs of the week today. Uh, we kick off with an artist called M. Dot, featuring a singer called Mary L. And the song is called One Day at a Time. Now, this is a very modern sounding sort of R&B, hip hop, you know, that kind of feel. It's a great song to kick the show off. So One Day at a Time, kicking the show off, followed by Flesh and Blood by Kelly Han. We played Kelly Han uh, a couple of weeks ago and by mistake, and I called Kelly Han the producer of the song, a composer, but Kelly is actually the singer. He's a great, great songwriter, composer, and uh, usually does country, you know, I should say that that's his kind of forte. But this new song that he sent in to the show is called Flesh and Blood, and this totally kind of I was like, whoa, that sounds just like the intro, you know, the, the, the theme song to True Blood. One of my favorite TV shows about vampires. It's got that dirty Louisiana blues sound, you know, the swamp blues. But this isn't swamp blues. This is more country, except that Kelly has kind of added in that uh, Louisiana sort of blues style very subtle, but it's there, and it just feels like that song. The, I forget the name of that single that was the, the theme song to True Blood, but I just love uh, the intro of True Blood and that song. Just till today, it's just one of my favorite blues tracks, you know. So Kelly Hand coming in with Flesh and Blood. Right, and then we've got Donny Leafler Band, uh, and this is his song Crazy Girl. Now, we've played Donny before, and he's a great sort of Americana country act. And this is, I think, one of his best songs, Crazy Girl. It's just well-produced, well-performed. It's just fantastic music. To say that these are independent musicians just goes to prove, aside from the shitload of money that uh, major labels put into marketing a major label artist, there is no difference between independent music and major label artists. If there's any difference, it's that the independent musicians are more true to their art form because this is music coming in straight from the artist rather than 20 songwriters and producers sitting together manufacturing a song. This is, for example, Kelly, Donnie, M. Dot. You know, these guys are sitting there going, this is my song, this is how I'm going to make it, and that's what you hear. So after Crazy Girl, we've got Crawling Back to You by the Gun Blues Band. Now, this is a single that hit number one 
just a few days ago on the iTunes Blues Singles Charts and it's from their number one album, Hand in the Fire. Simultaneous number ones for the Gun Blues Band from Canada, I should say. And uh, they're going to be joining me in the studio today talking about all their success that they've been having for this fantastic album. And then they're going to feature one of uh, Gun Blues Band's new singles, the second single from the album, and it's called I Just Wanna Know. And I believe their uh, music video to this uh, song will be released this coming week, so keep an eye out. And uh, fingers crossed, this single also hits the charts and the fans support it just like they've supported Crawling Back to You. So best of luck to the Gun Blues Band. Followed by a new band that we've not featured on our show before called Papa Satch. They've got a very kind of like an indie rock sort of feel or indie pop sort of feel. And when I say indie pop and indie rock, I'm talking about what the majors are now calling indie pop, okay? What they've done is they've taken the word indie, which meant independent musicians and independent music, and they've made it into this genre that they can cash in on. You know, that's what majors have done. But uh, Papa Satch is, I think, the true form of indie rock or indie pop, okay? This is that kind of sound, very happy-sounding rock and roll. And the song's called I Wanted to Run. It's a very cool song. We're hoping to listen to more music by Papa Satch on the WOA FM 99 radio show. After Papa Satch, we've got a very interesting song called Prove It to Yourself. Now, this is a rap song by an artist called Aegon, and the guy is, and the rapper is, I think, from Russia or from the Eastern Belt of Europe, okay? Uh, I don't know which which country exactly he's from, but I but I do hear a bit of Russian in there, and it's so different from you know your regular rap stuff. This is uh, it's a very inspirational song, if anything. It's quite cool. I mean, in, in, in the beginning when I heard it, I'm like, what is this? You know, I mean, I've never heard this kind of stuff. And then I go, you know what? I actually like this song. It's really cool. So I'm hoping a lot of you out there are going to agree with me that Aegon should be heard. Okay, this guy is really cool. And I like what he, what the message in the song is really fantastic. And after Aegon, we've got Phil Ryder, who, by the way, is WA artist who hit number one on the easy listening charts just I think a few days ago, like last week, and he was number one on the easy listing charts. He was on the on the number one spot for a couple of days, which is very, very hard for an independent artist to stay. The easy listening, iTunes official top 40, he was number one with his English version of the song, If You Have Found Love, featuring Annabel Mather. Now today, what we're gonna do is play the French version of the song, which is why I said English version, because he's got two versions out. They've released simultaneously, If You Have Found Love, which hit number one just last week in the UK. And now, today, we launch C2 Trouve L'Amour. That's the French version of the song. I think I messed up the pronunciation, but Phil is gonna be on the show today um, introducing the song to you. And uh, I hope you enjoy it. This is his French version, and we're wishing him the best of luck for this song to also hit the charts, hopefully, in France or Canada, you know, the French-speaking nations. And by the way, Phil is going to be joining me in the studio next week, so stick around. He's going to be talking all about his number one, possibly his two number ones, you never know. But as of now, he's got a number one in the UK, and that ends the show for us today. Hope you enjoy all the great music, and please go download the songs of all these independent artists, or at least the ones that you really, really like today. Because downloading it on iTunes or Amazon 
main store of Amazon. It helps an independent artist more than just streaming his song, okay? His or her song. So please go out there, download music by independent artists that you follow and support because that is true support for an independent musician. It helps them get on the charts, you know? And the, and the money that they make from there, even if it's 79p or 99 cents, most of that, 85 to 90% of that, goes directly to the artists. So support independent music and keep tuning in every week to the WOA FM 99 radio show. Oliver Sean signing out. Ciao. We all know this year has been a long one. Through 2020 to the second half of 2021. So this song goes out to everyone. We're all struggling. Sometimes I feel like I give and get nothing in return And every time I put myself out there I get burned And I'm afraid of the lesson to be learned To be learned, to be learned from life experience Leading to confidence as the world turns Yeah, exercising a certain My own boundaries, yeah Every time I'm around people It affects me profoundly as an empath uh, Yeah, people laugh but I speak the truth Not to be Transactional, actually, and factually I'm just trying to escape from what's toxic Cause sometimes it just feels obnoxious mm, Not to be absolute All I can do is speak my motherfucking truth All we can do is live one day at a time One day at a time Go with the flow and with the beat of the rhyme uh, uh. Hold on to those who we love all night long
gone.
Right, folks, so last week you heard Greg's uh, band, you know, the, Greg, uh, the, the Gun Blues Band, and you've heard the, the first single, Crawling Back to You, and now we've got Greg back in the studio. Greg, how you doing? Really good. How are you, Oliver? So, um, unfortunately, I'm great, Greg. Unfortunately, Brox couldn't stick around, and uh, some of your other band members couldn't stay, but Greg's going to take over for the entire band then. That's right. I'll tell. I'll tell all the lies. You'll tell all the lies. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. So, uh, so Greg, what's happening with the album? Have you have you seen a lot of traction going on on Spotify and Apple Music and all that? Yeah, it's been pretty incredible already. It's, it's spread all over the place. A lot of radio stations are picking us up like crazy from everywhere. We just saw Fantastic. a new a big station from Poland, from yeah. Australia, from Northern Ireland. It's just been great. Yeah, and yeah. Spotify's just shot through the roof. We took off. We have a, we had over ten thousand streams our first week, and about three hundred and fifty new followers. That is just, amazing. Just boom. That's amazing. Yeah. Right, folks. So, Hand in the Fire is a brand new album yeah. by the Gun Blues Band, and it's doing fantastic, as you heard. Spotify is blowing up. I know a lot of blues promoters who are who are really getting behind this album. Greg, you've got a lot of support from blues radio as well now around the world. Yeah, it's just been it's been great, and people like, we're kind of taken aback by the comments. We've got people just they're just raving about it. Amazing, so amazing. We're really excited for the response. So when I played "Crawling Back to You" uh, over the weekend, uh, yeah. last weekend, and you know we've had a lot of comments, we've a lot of uh, you know we've got a lot of industry listeners, you know, part of the industry, people who listen to the show. They, uh, yeah. We've got a lot of our artists who have been picked up by Universal Music, Sony for their own compilations and things like that. And yeah. also radio. So uh, there are a lot of people who, uh, you know, are looking forward to see how uh, Hand in the Fire does because the album is just fantastic. I mean, what's the name of that first single? I keep forgetting the name. Yeah, I just want to know. I just want to know. Now that single, uh, to me, is like one of your best singles in terms of guitar playing. Okay, you've done a great job on that song, and we're going to be playing that now for folks, as soon as you get off the phone, I'm going to be playing okay. that single. So uh, give us a background on I Just Want to Know. Like, what was the story behind that one? Yeah, well, it, it's it actually one of those typical things, I think, when you're writing tunes like this. It started off with the riff, the guitar riff. Yeah. Just, you know, I kind of liked it. It was kind of a Stevie Ray Vaughan-ish thing, and then I turned it further, put a twist to it. It, it, it has some unusual chord changes, and then a whole bridge that's way more kind of a jazzy thing yeah. in it that drops back and forth, but it seems to work sort of organically. And the story was just kind of fun. It's just an idea of a girl going, she's just going to extreme lengths to try to find out if her man loves her or not. You know, just, that's the fun thing about blues music. You know, the background of the song doesn't really matter. <laughs> you know, it's just like yeah, it's, simple it's stuff, perfect. you know, and, yeah. and, and the songs yeah. can just turn out to become such massive classics. I just love that idea. From the, it's true. From the simplest idea or the simple, they just zero in on that. It's very true. Exactly. Like there are some songs that are like, open the door, I'm coming in, you know? <laughs> yeah. And then there's a whole song based on that. And I'm like, what the hell? Well, and my, one of my all-time favorites, you know, B.B. King, The Thrill is Gone. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I, yeah. It's such a brilliant idea. It's so simple, but it's so universal. It's amazing, yeah. So yeah. have you, uh, speaking of B.B. King, Greg, have you, uh, are you influenced, by, I know you're influenced by Stevie Ray Vaughan in a big way. I can hear that in your guitar playing. But what about B.B. King? I mean, every blues guitar player somewhere or another is influenced by bb king don't you think 
Well, uh, yeah, I, I mean, if you're if you're into this at all, you you've paid attention to the you know he is the king. He is there was king. A, there was a period of time when I was very young. I didn't hardly understand the blues. I was way more into rock. Yeah. But there was something about BB. He'd get on TV. Yeah. I'd be watching just going. Well, he just captivated you. Yeah. Like he had magic about him from yeah. the beginning that was incredible. His simplicity of playing True. and expressing it in a note was killer. Yeah. Uh, you know, as as a kid, you know, when when you when I was learning the guitar. Um, I would listen to all these fast flash players, you know, and I go, yeah. shit, I can't do that. But then I'd listen yeah. to B.B. King or even say, I don't know, Albert Collins or whatever. Yeah. And and they yeah. have these simple blues licks that I knew to play, you know, because yeah. it was easy to play that. And I'd be like, damn, you know, I can do that. And, and he can place, you know, guys who can play circles around B.B. King can't really do shit because B.B. would just play one note and he crashed so them. He crashed them. It's so true. Like you, you know, all of that. And and it's true. You you go. I can learn to play those things, but can I learn how to play? Exactly. Them? You know, yeah. like these guys, how they used all that. Yeah. You know, Albert Collins, you mentioned too. Like just one of the unbelievable yeah. greats. You know, yeah. his playing, his sound, everything he did was just. It, but it was all about his complete mastery of expression. True. Not just the licks. It yeah. was just as, you know, these guys were incredible. So, I, you know, you always love it. If you get anything that even comes close to kind of yeah. touching an earth, you're, you're going to be happy with your playing on that because that's all you can hope for. Absolutely. Even when it comes to Stevie Ray Vaughan or even the modern guys like Kenny Wayne Shepherd and those guys, yeah, they, yeah. they all say, when you don't know what to play, play that Albert King's uh, uh, yeah. lick that everybody yeah. plays. You know, and that's it. You'll be fine. You'll you'll just be able to to get through that solo if you can just do that. <laughs> so that's so true because you know you suddenly your vocabulary goes back into line. You're exactly. Like, yeah. If I'm getting a little bit stray here, this is a great way to pull you back to earth and get on. With it, right? <laughs> yeah, I know true. it's true, Oliver. That's really true. Yeah, it, you know, it's it's fun speaking to a, another guitar player who's into blues in such a big way because. We can just connect, isn't it? We just know what we're oh. talking about. No, yeah, I'm just saying. I love that. It's exactly right. You know, you, you that, that common vocabulary. We all understand yeah. the the problems and the and the and the gifts that there are <laughs> in, in music. True. You know, as a, as a guitar player, especially. You know. So uh, after I just w want to know, which is your, uh, it's actually the first song on your album, isn't it? I just want to know. Right uh, now, yeah. tell me something. You've got how many? Seven, eight songs on the album. No, we've got 12 on the album. You've got 12 songs on the album. What uh, thought process did you put in behind uh, getting the songs in that order? Well, you know, we, we all talked about it just back and forth. I mean, orders are a difficult thing nowadays. It know, is. Because yeah. there aren't CDs per se for most people. They're just putting on playlists and they may pick two or three songs or whatever. So it all gets taken out of context, that idea of, of hearing things in a program, correct. But I, I still love that within the CD, and so at least we have that reference that people can go. If you want to hear it like we think it should be listened to, correct. Then here's the suggestion. So yeah. there was a lot of thought about how it moves, much like a set where you do a certain amount of energy to get started, and yeah. then you you kind of settle back down a little bit, and yeah. then you sort of pick things up a little bit more introspection, and then really try to slam it home and so it was more like almost like a live set yeah and the and the sound of the record you know i, I aim for it as an engineer to try to make it feel like it was more like you were hearing the band live there's not a ton of double tracking and mm. studio tricks you know yeah it's pretty pretty bare pretty straightforward it's all about musicianship rather than the studio you know 
Absolutely. I mean, and, and this is very true, I think, for blues, blues artists, jazz musicians. You know, when they release yeah. an album, the album still is king, or rather, it's still important. You know, yes. because because it's like a live set, as you say. But with pop yeah. music, with pop music, it doesn't matter anymore. They they don't know what no. they're doing. It's just like no, no this, it's so you're, well, you're, you're right. <laughs> I mean, pop music has you know, pop music has both gained and suffered, I think, a lot from the fact yeah. of the computer. You know, because you can make anybody can make a pretty if you got some some chops, yeah. you can make a pretty good signing record in your bedroom. You know? Exactly. And yeah. the, the problem is that we now have a million monkeys working on the typewriters. I mean, exactly. that, that reference, right? And it, it's great. There's some amazing stuff. But like you said, I don't think anybody has any clear sense of direction any longer. Absolutely. And there's no yeah. there's no musicianship left in pop music. No. You know, no. And even it's modern amazing. rock, even modern rock has lost it. You know, it's the classic yeah. rock and blues and jazz where you can hear musicianship like your album. You're right. That's the only place you're going to hear it any longer where people actually care about their playing and what they're trying to put down. Exactly. You know, the, the rest of it, the pop side is, I mean, it's for, for better or for worse, you know, things are always going to progress. And I mean, you just, yeah. the good thing is it seems that there's a much larger growing audience yeah. for, as you said, for classic music in a lot of ways. Yeah. They're going, apparently metal now, the most popular metal music is all the early stuff. <laughs> exactly. You know, like, but also, I, we, we must stop saying, you know, uh, music will progress. Uh, it, it's progress, as as they say. You know, for for pop music, yeah. that's that's progress. But maybe we shouldn't be calling it that because blues music and jazz music is, is still progressing. You know, our our, our we may be doing Lost stuff with with classic styles and stuff, but it's still progressing. Our styles of recording, oh. our formats, and things like that. So it's still progress. Yes, you know, you're right. It's a, it's a good way to sort of tackle that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. because if people go, oh, that's old music. No, it's not. That's real music, according to me. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, yeah, you're right. I, I, I like that. I mean, we keep saying, like, this is made music made by humans. For us to remember that, that this is why we make music. It's yeah. a natural process of being a human being. That, you it know, just so. feels so different, isn't it? When you listen to oh. electronic music, you know, there's great electronic music. Don't get me wrong. I love Tiesto yeah. and... Uh, Avicii and all these guys and I love you know yeah. head bang into them in the car it's great fun yeah. but when you listen to a live band who has just recorded an album there is there is magic in that yeah it's yeah. absolute magic you know when you listen to a guitar player a drummer a bass player doing it live and the singer no you know vocoders added in oh my god that is yeah. what music was meant to be you know yeah well, so true, and and it really is. I think that there's the core of that is the emotion. So you know, good artists that are live, they, they connect with their audience emotionally in a way that you just can't do with the big. I mean, it's like you said, don't get me wrong. Like EDM and stuff, you watch in those big shows, and yeah. it's amazing experience. But it, it's a different kind of thing. It's it's you know, maybe an expression of joy and dancing and physical movement, but not yeah. so much about emotional contact to the music. You Absolutely, know? man, you got that right. Uh, you know. I'm, I'm, I know we've taken uh, taken a detour in our conversation for this interview, but I think people love listening to to real conversations about music, you know, about what's yeah. happening in the scene right now, and and that also brings me to one of my favorite genres, aside from blues and jazz, which I'm totally into, is country music. You know, a lot of people laugh at country or whatever, but I just yeah. love country music. I, I do. I mean, the songwriting is just phenomenal for country That's music. You know, but. Have you listened to the modern country? It's just become complete pop now, manufactured. It's just well, losing is, it. It's, 
Yeah. yeah, this is the problem. I think I think you know the people that are coming along that are producing are now, of course, the product of more work on computers. Yeah. And in the late, we've got back to that same bit of a problem. Yeah. I, I just heard a guy a little while ago that put up ten number one country hits. Oh wow! Put them all together as a mashup. Yeah. And put you know made them all at the same speed so they would work together. Okay. And honestly, Oliver, you couldn't tell the difference between one singer. There was no uniqueness in any of the singers exactly. anymore. There was no uniqueness in the songs. They yeah. all just blended into one thing. Because like you said, the songwriting still is often some of the highest level songwriting that there is out there. Yeah. Yeah. Like no, there are some there are some country guitar players, you know, whose albums you can still listen to and go, yes, that is uh, uh yeah. what's his name? I can't get I can't get their names right now. But you know what I mean. This is like proper yeah. proper country guitar. But when yeah. you listen to the new country, the guitars are literally three second parts all put together and made into a solo you know yeah, and i'm like absolutely. that is not a guitar solo man what the hell are you trying to do you know right. <laughs> no and that's the thing it's all it's too much like you said this yeah. keeps falling back to the computer it's too easy to just yeah. well we'll take a snippet here and there and just yeah. glue it together and it'll all work and you go, it all works but does it yeah. does it mean anything you know but that that, that brings me full circle to the music we make Blues, I don't think blues is ever going to get commercial pop, you know? Yeah, I don't it's, think there's so. There's no chance. That's a, good, that's a good point. I don't think you'll ever be able to do that because it just isn't part of the nature of the beast. Yes, yes. I you think know, blues it, it, and jazz. Uh, yeah. If you really want to yeah. listen to authentic music by musicians doing live music, sort of, even if it's in the studio recording, it's still live in a sense, you know? And... Uh, I think for years to come, that will be the only two, these will be the only two genres, and classical, of course, uh, that uh, when people want to listen to what musicianship is and what a band sounds like, these are the genres yeah. that will be lasting forever. You know, they, they won't change. Yeah. yeah, I agree, because I, I can't I can't see, no matter how my imagination goes, I can't see slicing up a beat and making a blues song. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, uh, which is which is why when a blues album or a blues song starts to get on the charts and it hits in the top ten and all that, it really means something. Yeah. You know, it really means something because yeah. people are really listening to that song. They're really streaming it. They're really kind of downloading it because they follow that kind of music. You know, it's not yeah. like a uh, what you call a flavor of the month thing. This is real hardcore fans, and yeah, that uh, and, and that's why I'm so excited for you guys because. You guys have already started to make noise in the top 200 in the UK. Really? Yeah. And I'm expecting before the weekend, when this interview is going to air, I think you guys are going to finally get into the, you know, the top range of the chart. I'm not going to say what it is because I don't know what it's going to be, but I really yeah. am very excited for you guys. Oh, that's awesome. That's really yeah. awesome. Like we're just, we're, you know, we're, we're, we're proud and excited to be working and uh, we're just so happy that that people get a chance to listen to our work. They never think it's going to happen. You do so much work and you, you know, you're just stuck in your little, yeah. you know, your little situation at home and that's it. You yeah. don't know what's going on. I think independent musicians, you know, especially, you know, blues and jazz and, and rock guys, uh, they yeah. need to work with labels not labels, but companies like WA who yeah. actually can take you to the world, you know, and you still yeah. have creative control. You know, you can do whatever you need to do. And if, yeah. if the label yeah, likes true. what you do, they're going to support you, you know, and that's the kind yeah. of, uh, I think that's the kind of support independent musicians who make this kind of music need right now. 
Oh, I agree. I mean, you know, Oliver, in a way, again, we've kind of gone back. When, when, the, when the label started, they were all started by enthusiasts for music. Exactly, you know? man. But yeah. Erdogan, guys like that, they, they'd work all day hustling their artists and spend and rip back their, their, their offices at night and put a recorder up and record their bands. Yeah. Like, I mean, these guys started just loving the music, and that's why they were in it. Yeah. And that's gone away from the labels now. It's all marketing machines. Yes. And now you have people like yourselves. Yeah who are back at it when we do it because we love the people we're working with. Uh, you, yeah. you hit the nail on the head right there, man. That's what it's all about. And in WA, for example, a lot of the people who work within the company are musicians, are Grammy uh, you know, uh, members and things like that. So they're hardcore yeah. into the music scene. You know, and they yeah. and they're hardcore anti-major labels. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'll tell you what. There's a reason for uh, being anti-major labels. For example, I was signed to Sony and Times. You know, I've had I've had yeah. my I've had my run with the majors, and then I've had my run yeah. as an independent. And I'll tell you, man, if you can become successful and if you use your head the right way, being successful at the same time. Yeah. There is no comparison. Being signed to a major is like you're being in a prison, like in a cage. You can't do yeah. anything. You know, you'll get on TV, but you know what? As an independent, you can still get on TV and radio and all that. You know, it's yeah. just you just need to know how to maneuver. Yeah, that's yeah. true. You know, and that's and that's where we we need people like like you said. We need people like yourselves and yeah. these that that are doing this are starting to go. We know how to maneuver how to you know handle the landscape yeah and we can get you forward through this and fight our way through without a budget of 35 million dollars exactly you know? like, yeah absolutely that's the trick the majors of course can cloud everyone with their money yeah but yeah. you know th are they making better art because of it no. true true i think there are also a lot of independent musicians who are such great artists but yeah they don't know how the business works and they really right. don't and they just think uh, that, hey, I'll produce a great song, I'll make a great song, I'll spend all this money on producing yes. it, I'll get the best producer, get the best musicians, and then I'll put it on Spotify, and the whole world will come and listen to my song because I made yeah. a great song. It doesn't yeah. work that way. Why do you no. think major labels spend $100,000 on one song for an artist that nobody knows? They'd spend $100,000 yeah. at the beginning just so yeah. that people will go there, listen to them, uh, independent musicians need to know that they need to spend a little bit of money to market themselves. You know? That's right. But, yeah, the but, at, yeah, but at the same time, you don't need to spend 100000 and then 500000 and a million because you can't afford yeah. to do that. Yeah, there are ways. Well, that's the thing. There are yeah. ways to at least, you know, do the best you can. And like that, again, we keep saying, you guys, like people like yourselves are yeah. so efficient at trying to come up with a way to go, here's what, you know, yeah. we you can spend, a, like you said, spend a bit of money, certainly yeah. in comparison to what you're competing with, nothing. Absolutely. And still make a strong impact on the yeah. marketplace. Exactly. And that word counts. I mean, yeah. without that, we, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Tell me about some of the other songs on the album. There's one song in particular that I really like. We've talked about this before. And you said that was just an album filler, right? And I thought, and I've, heard, I've listened to the entire album a couple of times now. Well, more than a couple of times. Uh, there's one song which is uh, uh, kind of where Jill, your singer, is singing yeah. through like a uh, like a vocoder or you know like a like a like a horn like a horn or something and uh, that yeah. just sounded it sounded so professionally made like a major label album because that song was added in i don't know why but it just 
it kind of adds to the the production. You know what I mean? I know you didn't yeah, do it. Kind of fun. Yeah, you're talking you're yeah. talking about the crummy blues one. <laughs> yes, I yeah. know you didn't mean to. You didn't mean yeah. to put that in to make it sound like this concept album, but it did, and it's really yeah, wonderful. That's, that's fun. Well, it was really it was just a little bit of a a little bit of a poke at the at the certainly our local scene yeah. that it gets a little bit hidebound and stuck with only one <laughs> kind of what they think the blues is yeah. so it was a little bit of a parody on the whole experience okay. you're in the bar doing it and so it was it was really pushed to the extreme to sound I loved as it, man. rough as it does but it was cool <laughs> to do everybody loved it but you're right yeah we, we, i did it as a bit of a joke yeah and jill caught on to it and when we played it for the rest of the guys in the band they were all like Oh my God, we just love this. It's it is so really fun. cool. You know, and it, it's, it may not be, uh, uh, speaking from a label point of view, it may not be a single single, if you know what I mean. But, yeah. but at the same time, it could be like a freak single, you know, out of the blue. And it might actually work as a single. You never know. Well, this is it. You know, these are the things where you go, stranger things have happened. Stranger you things know? have happened. Uh, you bet. You another, bet. another thing I want to talk about is Brox, your keyboard player. Yeah. Now, he is proper old school, isn't he? He's got he uses the Hammond and the Leslie yep. speakers, and he, in yep. fact, when I was talking to him a, a couple of weeks ago, he said that he even wants to use that on your live gigs. Well, we, you know, we've been back and forth with this now, Oliver, for yeah. years. That's what we did. We and yeah. it's three hundred and fifty pounds, yeah. and we we hauled it around on all of our gigs. Oh my and god! It, because it's just. Part of it, you know, it's wonderful. Yeah. The, the thing is that finally, about a well, let's say two years ago, yeah. Brock got a new uh, electronic version, essentially, right. uh, is by a company out of Italy called Viscount, and it's called the Legend. Yes, and uh, he, it's a B three, but it's it's not it's forty five pounds instead of three hundred and fifty pounds. Oh man, that makes such a big difference. It has saved our lives a bit, <laughs> but even though it's great, you yeah. still can't. Do it without the Leslie, which still weighs about 150 pounds. So right. we're still hauling at least half of it around. Oh my God! Okay, yeah, that, that... but it works. Still no replacing <laughs> that sound. It's an old school sound. Yeah. And Brock is certainly he's been schooled in it from way back. Yeah. He's been our he's he's won twice. He's won Keyboard Player of the Year. Wow. Blues Association in Calgary. He's a he's a lovely player. Truly a B3 player. He understands the instrument, not just how to play yes. blues, but amazing. The he thinks, and he plays very melodically, which is a surprise. He has all the blues licks, and, and they keep coming in and out. Yeah. But yeah. you know what? He does stuff that you go, "Wow, that's there's a little song in there." You know, yeah. like he does great, great work. I think I think that's why it kind of uh, uh, you know jumped out of the CD, uh, you know, uh, of the album to me because of, because of the melody. Because blues, yeah. everyone knows, you know, we've got our our licks and our chops and all that stuff. Yeah. But me yeah. melodically, it's not very melodic, is it? You know, so no, so not generally. You're right. Generally, yeah. it's kind of a, a collection of riffs and yes. expression, but not necessarily a lot of melody. True, true. So yeah. another thing I want to talk about is the music videos. You guys are making these very special sort of um, lyric videos, right? Yeah, and we're just we've just Jill particularly has been sort of stepping up and putting those together. Right. We've got a bunch of them now, so we'd like to start. We're going to start. We're sort of ready to release the next one when the next single drops. Right, and um, we're going to just go from there, and then we're going to slowly just keep adding one every you know 10 days couple of weeks we'll just share them with people and try to keep keep their interest going and coming to our sites etc yeah. check them out <laughs> and they are she's really found a way to tell the stories really? of the song 
And we're finding that people are, the average amount of engagement on a video now for us, Oliver, is over two minutes and 30 seconds. Oh, that's amazing. In YouTube, this is like you're lucky if you're getting 20 seconds most of the time. Yeah. When people have just landed on it. And we're getting people all the time just staying around and listening to the, the song. So oh, nice. we're pretty, pretty excited about how the work that she's done and the way that they've got people's attention. So cool. And now uh, this is all available on your YouTube channel, which is yep. Gun Blues Band. Correct. And, and the best thing, Oliver, we're finding as we're getting to this is that. If you go to gunbluesband.com, right. that's our website. We've linked everything into it. You can go there. You can find all our press. Yeah. You can find the videos. You can link immediately to the YouTube channel. You can link up to Spotify. Great. Everything there. And we're just going to put up clips of the record there to, again, push people towards iTunes. If they do land there and listen to them first, if they like them, they can go to iTunes and download the, download the album. Right. So we're, you know, we're excited to try to just keep that as, as hub central for us Excellent. and have people come. So we're, yeah. we're working our way to keep focusing on the website and get them there. Lovely. And, and your social media, of course, Gun Blues Band all over the place. Yeah, that's it. It's the only trick has been with Spotify and with uh, iTunes was that because the album was released as Gun under CB right. Baby when yes. they did our distribution. We couldn't rename it any other way. So, because it was just, uh, we were forced by our naming back when we bought our website. There was no cool. gun. We couldn't use it. So, Gun Blues Band became the, the name. Right. And that's so sort of, we've used that now for all the social media right. and just try to, that's why we say we'll point them as anywhere we can from our website or the other social media True. and make sure they can find Spotify and iTunes stuff. And, and we just remind everybody it's Gun is G U double N N N. That's right. G U N N. You're right. That's it. Exactly. And on that note, guys, we're going to be playing I Just Want to Know by the Gun Blues Band. This is the, the, the first single on the album, but however, it is their second main single from the album. And here it goes. Greg, great having you on the show. Thanks again, Oliver. It was an awesome time talking to you. Cheers, mate. Cheers. Here's the song. Okay.
yourself that you believe in yourself that only you can make the choices in your life nobody else can fight the battles that you face with okay the dreams you're chasing can you show up every day and create your own inspiration commitment fortitude lack of inhibition instinct practice these are gifts of competition Friendship with our rivals, even when we're defeated If we learn from our defeats, when our defeats won't be repeated Every moment is a lesson, take a chance, not from the greatest Remember sometimes he who wins, is not the strongest, but the bravest Can you prove it to yourself, remove illusions of yourself And every new day find a new way to improve upon yourself Can you work hard and be smart and more prepared, there's no complaints Dismantle every fear never given to the pain In this corner, we have your cultivated willpower, practice time accumulated, mental sharpness and desire to win. In this corner, we have your fears. Physical preparation mixed with determination, dedication, concentration, lightning quick anticipation, no intimidation, overcoming all frustration, turning aggravation into clarity and perspiration. This is where the greatest battles always will begin. The journey is awakening in the very always in. Can you prove it to yourself? Remove illusions of yourself and every new day find a new way to improve upon yourself. Can you work hard and be smart and more prepared with no complaints? Dismantle every fear never given to the pain. Можешь доказать это себе, удалить иллюзии о себе. И каждый новый день найти новый путь, найти лучшее в себе. Быть усерднее и умнее, жить без жалоб и сожалений. Подавить страх и боль, не сдаваться. Hi, uh, this is Phil Ryder, and you're listening to my favorite radio show, WOAFM 99, the radio show and podcast. Do stay tuned and listen to my chart topping song in French, Si tu trouves l'amour. Si tu